When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Hey, what's going on? Not much. We got an exciting episode today. We do have an exciting episode today. <laughs> we have one of our faves back. You guys have asked for it. You guys were disappointed when we didn't have her when we met her. <laughs> and nobody's asking for this. <laughs> so we brought back Courtney Yay! from Coco Loses. Welcome back, Courtney. Mm. I picked a bad time to take a sip. Thank you for having me back. I'm very excited. How are, how are you doing? Good. And I, I was just thinking everything you said, your podcast covers, I feel like we will be talking about today. Oh yeah. We're like, check, check, check. <laughs> we're going to get through it all. It's going to be amazing. Perfect match. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So this is the second time we've had you on the podcast with us. Obviously some of our listeners who listened to our BB bonus episodes that we did every week during big brother during the summer. So you're like no stranger to the podcast anymore. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we were just kind of talking about right before we hit the record button that it's, um, we didn't know each other that well the first time we had you on, like we followed each other on Instagram, but, um, it wasn't like we were longtime Instagram followers or anything. And we didn't have like the relationship built that we have now almost what, 11 months later. Or whatever yeah. Then. Yeah. Almost I feel like it was year. more like, oh my gosh, we have so much in common. Like we should be like we should be best friends. We have so much in common. And so we did a podcast, which is fine. And then when we finally met in Palm Springs this past summer, it was like, okay, we're, we're keeping her. She's one of ours. It was so (laughs) fun. Like I even, I'm like, how do I have FOMO from you guys on your workcation right now? (laughs) But I feel like I want to be there with you. We wish you were here with us right now. That would be so fun. Honestly, you and your friends planning your trip to Palm Springs, when was that? Was that in the summer? Was it like July? It was the end of August. End of August. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, oh my gosh, that was already like four months ago. I go so fast. And I felt like it was just like we knew you and your friends like the whole time. And it was like such a fun weekend getting to hang out with you guys. Well, and it was so funny too, because like we're not strangers to like internet friends. Um, but I think people who don't do what we do think it's like weird and leading up to the trip my friends kept saying to me are you sure this isn't gonna be weird like you don't know them is this gonna be awkward and I was like no it's gonna be fine like I do this all the time always meeting strangers from the internet I always meet strangers yeah exactly and then like it doesn't feel like it at all but and it's just so funny I actually never asked them about it after like if they felt like it was weird I don't think they did but it's just so funny because um yeah, I think people who have never done that are like, this is going to be awkward. And then it was not, it never is ever. Yeah. 
Oh, even like, even for me, the first time I remember doing that, I was like, this is so weird. Like I can't tell any of my in real life friends because like I'm meeting friends off the internet. This is so weird. And then it just, and then you do it and it's like amazing and you meet friends and then you're like, this is not weird anymore. Like everybody should be doing this. And I think especially since like the pandemic with people like meeting and like literally like people are dating people they meet on TikTok. This person I follow just got married this week to someone like they met on TikTok. So I feel like this stuff is like getting to be like more normalized now. We just were like ahead of the curve. I agree. Well, I've been meeting friends. Well, so I met my ex-husband on through MySpace. Oh, that's right. So that, I mean, was way before the... Laura's the OG for real. How did you seek people? Like, did you have a friend in common? He went, like, yeah, actually, so okay. he, he went to college. He was in college with some of my friends. We had gotcha. mutual friends. He had like kind of found me through that. But he like just messaged me like cold, cold call message me. Slid into yeah. Slid into my MySpace messages. <laughs> and um, I mean, at the time he was living out in Malibu, but we uh, found out our parents lived like a mile apart and so he like when he would come to visit his parents that's when we like had planned to meet and stuff but oh and then gosh. when I had a wedding blog I was meeting a ton of wedding blogs so I've been doing the meeting strangers on the internet for like before even Instagram oh yeah I've been doing yeah. this for like 13 years <laughs> Laura so one might say you are the OG of the OC you are yeah. move to the side Vicky Gumbel <laughs> Exactly. You're going to take that title. <laughs> and you, you're actually one of like the ringleaders of like planning meetups in the Chicago area, aren't you? Oh, I was like, me? me? Yes. Um, we haven't since before COVID. Um, I feel like every time anyone starts talking about it, it just gets bad again. Um, right. But yeah, it's like, I definitely think there's a few like pockets um, around the country where there's like a lot of like Weight Watchers Instagram people. Um, and so I've gone to a few meetups. I've organized two myself. Um, and then same thing, like those are people now that like I'll message with or text, send TikToks back and forth. Um, and it's just like, they kind of do just become like your real life friends. So it's kind of cool. That is yeah. awesome. I mean, yeah. I, de- I know we definitely have like a solid group down here. I mean, the last big dub dub meetup we had before the pandemic there was like 50 of us oh yeah, yeah. so it was yeah well, there's definitely a lot of like, I was gonna say you guys have like your group has like some influential like WW people so not only you guys but like you're friends with Jerry right and right. then Taylor lives near you guys and so it's like you guys have like the big guns out there <laughs> yeah. we, we got the big dogs I know yeah it's so funny it's like you go we go out to like dinner with Jerry or something and we're like Ooh, we're with a celebrity. Like, do you even know how many followers she has? <laughs> and that's like, so not Jerry. Jerry's like, I have how many followers? Like what? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, but it's the same thing. Like Steph, if we were out and or say I said to someone, oh, she has like X amount of Instagram followers. Like it's always awkward for that person. You'd be like, oh my God, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah, exactly. So it's other people think it's like cooler than the person I think. That's true. You're like, calm yeah. down, calm down. <laughs> I mean, so that's how we obviously us three all found each other was through the like WW community. Obviously, um, the new program debuted now. What was that? Two months ago now, three months, whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. How have you? I know you've been kind of like getting back into the groove with the new program, like with kind of and you've had like some love and hate kind of with the new thing. Like, how have you been liking the new program? Yes. Okay. 
it says my, wait, can you guys hear and see me? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. It says my internet's unstable, but I, you know, I never have this problem unless I'm on Zoom. I swear to God, <laughs> never have a problem. Um, so yeah, so when it came out, I obviously listened to your episode your bonus episode of the pod, because I was, I wasn't like freaking out. I think if you've been doing this long enough and like, especially me, I worked for them for almost four years. I know it's always like at the beginning, everyone's like, I hate this. This is terrible. And then like a couple months in, you don't even remember what the old plan was. So I wasn't like trying to get ahead of myself, but I just, and I know I talked about it on my stories. Um, I don't remember if you guys talked about it on your episode or not, but I just was always like, why start it right before the holidays? Like, I just, I don't know. So I really wasn't, I tried a couple weeks and if I was truly 100% trying, it was manageable. Um, but then it was the holidays. I really wasn't tracking. And now I'm like, okay, I got to get back on the horse. And I'm someone, you know, I like to go out a lot and I had 19 points. So one day last week, I ate like a normal meal day. I only really eat twice a day anyway. And so my, I was 33 points. So like, theoretically it made me feel bad because I was so much over, but, but like on the old plan, yeah. And on the old plan, that would have been like well within my healthy eating range. So, and it was so funny. I posted about it and the two of you both messaged me and you were like trying to help me. You're like, okay, take the, retake the assessments. And I, uh, Steph, you had said it. And then Laura said the same thing you did. I said, yep. I talked to Steph, like I'm on it. <laughs> and, um, I did retake it. Like I tried four times and I ended up with, I think 28. So I'm going into that this week, which seemed manageable to me. I got like a few extra rollovers. And if I get better about my water and my vegetables, I'll be like earning those extra points. Yeah. So I think I should be able to do it. Um, and also just to be honest with you, you know, like when I first started Weight Watchers and I'd go out to eat, I was getting like a piece of grilled fish and like plain broccoli. And it's like, I also want to have balance. Like, I don't want to have to get grilled chicken or fish every time I go out. Maybe I want the hamburger or the, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it is just trying to find the balance. Um, and it's never really breakfast is not a problem. It's like usually dinner. That's like always my issue. So yeah, and like, I think Steph and I are both a lot like you in the sense that we're not at home people like we mm-hmm. have like a social life and we love going out and yep. checking out good restaurants and we like a good cocktail and for sure like that is not manageable with 19 points no no it's not and even like this week for some reason looks to be particularly busy I have like a few birthdays and a few other things and so I'm going to be out almost every, I think there's one night I'm not out this week and so I'm like oh, I was just thinking today well that was a great week you picked but it's like you have to start <laughs> somewhere Absolutely. so I'm just gonna try my best and as I feel like as long as I am um doing well with like what I eat during the day then dinners shouldn't be a problem so we'll see it's just like that mix of like a new plan coming off the holidays um and it's I- been like cold and gross out and I'm just like whatever I'm ordering a pizza (laughs) (laughs) whatever I'm getting cheese fries Yeah, exactly (laughs) um I think this is what my theory has always been I don't know because Weight Watchers loves to roll out a new program in November and my thought process is always let's get the people who are already members familiar with it and know what's going on so on January 1st when all these other new people come like there's some people who already like kind of have a groove and can help answer questions and like so it's not like everybody's new at once so that was always kind of so we're like teaching people the new program kind of in two batches 
I don't know if that's really their theory because I always thought like, yeah, let's just throw throw them into it during the hardest time of the year. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, that's I worked for them and I was part of like two different new plans and no one ever told us why. I don't think anyone really knows except for like the head head people. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's research and some sort of evidence for why they do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just been it's been harder than I would have liked. And honestly, when I was posting about it this week, I got a lot of comments from people who have been on it now, like, you know, two months, almost three months. And they're like, I still don't understand why these are my points. I still don't understand why I answered it the same way you did. And I have less points than you. So I feel like right now, a lot of people aren't going to workshops physically. And I just don't know that they did a great job of like, reaching and educating the the people who are just doing it on their own because people are very confused about it. I don't know how, I mean, I just think they do a really bad job for digital. Mm -hmm. Like they they make you really have to dig around and figure it out on your own where I think it should be like right off the bat you join or there's a new, there should be like videos to watch and there should be like, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, you're kind of just thrown in and like, poke around the app and see what you can figure out and find out. I just don't yep. think they've ever been good at teaching because they know there's an Instagram community that does it for them. <laughs> like, honestly, wow. like I actually think that's true. I think they lean a lot on the fact that they have a huge community of weight loss, Instagram accounts that follow WW and paid or unpaid ambassador or non-ambassador will help other people. But that's great for us. But what about when my mom goes and joins? That's true. What is she going to do? Like my mom would have no clue. She's SOL. Yeah. She's not you. Yeah. She's got me. No, but I'm just saying like your average, like if you have like an older person who's not on social media or just somebody in general, who's just not, doesn't know there's even a Uh WW community, like to ask questions and things like that. It's just I feel like they really kind of just throw you into the weeds. Well, I also think they could treat it differently when they do roll out a program. They could treat brand new people to WW different from people that were on the last one and now have to learn because for brand new people, the assessment might be really helpful. It's like, you know, that's the best way they can gauge what your zero point foods should be and how many points you should have. But for us who are used to having certain zero point foods or whatever, like we should have just been given a list and have it explained like, just FYI, the more zero point foods you choose, the less points you're going to have. That's kind of how it works. And then we could have just gone and like picked instead of having to like trick the system four times to give us what we want. Yeah. And that's why I picked the least amount of things that was let me, because I wanted the most, I want to choose what I spend my points on. That's why Mm -hmm. I never liked freestyle. I didn't like having, um, being told like to, yeah, I understand why they did freestyle and I understand why they do the free foods is because they're trying to encourage you to eat those cleaner, healthier options. But if you're somebody who I want to pick what I've used my points on and I might make a decision that's higher in points, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad decision. Exactly. And then when there are the days you do want a hamburger or something, you don't feel guilty about it because you just like went over your points, 35 points. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And it's funny because I agree with you guys about them sort of relying on the community that's like doing it on their own. And then I just think it's funny because a lot of people who are in into like the social media aspect of it, get a lot of their recipes and things from these bloggers who now have had like a lot of trouble having to redo everything. Um, And for a lot of these people, it was like, okay, I know if I go to this person's blog and 
it's always good to check their math, but a lot of people are probably just going based off the points that they have on their thing. And now it's like your points are different than every other single person. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just funny because I saw a few people saying they thought Weight Watchers did it like that on purpose. And I don't know about that, but I do feel like, I feel like overall they thought giving everybody their own personal plan was going to make it easier. But for a lot of people who do rely sort of on like a community for those people, it made it a lot harder. Like imagine people who are um, doing this with a significant other or Mm -hmm. something like that. Like that kind of, it's like, okay, well let's try to do our assessment. So it's like in line. So it like uh, Jerry from light craving, she literally hired an assistant who can go through every backlog of her recipes and put them into the Weight Watcher app so that everybody can have their own personalized points for her recipes. Which is so nice of her to do that because she doesn't have to do that. No. No. Because I mean, I mean, I personally am the type I never have listened to points that are given on a recipe mm-hmm. because um, I mean, you like what your servings are aren't necessarily what my brand servings are. For sure. The brand you use might not be the brand. So I am big it's like takes two seconds to like plug in and then figure out what my servings are. And then it'll just tell me based on what I had. So I'm kind of, I don't really rely on those points anyway, but I know some people are like, it's like Bible to them. So. Well, and I have a friend that texted me this week and she said, I wanted to join Weight Watchers. What are the different plans? And I said, honestly, I can't even tell you, like it's based on an assessment you take. As far as I know, you have to pay and sign up first. And so she was like, well, if I do it and then I don't, and I said, I know, then that's kind of hard too, because at least you had an idea before. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now it's just a little bit, it's harder, but I also think on the other hand, it's good because you really do have to kind of be responsible for your own journey here. So I do see both sides, but I'm really not one to be talking right now because I'm like, I haven't yesterday I was like maybe I should weigh myself this morning and then I was like no I'll do it tomorrow it's Sunday and then I didn't do it today either so I gotta you know it's bad I just gotta face it so I really can't talk right now either (laughs) I know it's I mean and I'm not like trying to call people out and stuff but I know this has been me myself and I'm so I'm sure it's other people too or it's like we automatically complain about the program and stuff because we just don't really want to do it it's just an easy excuse to and that was like me and Steph when they were like rolled out the plan and we were all pissed off about it. And, <laughs> and then we had our talk with Jenny and then she like talked us off the ledge and we yeah, talked she about calmed the you guys down a little And then we're bit. like, oh, it was just like us in our head because we don't, we're not, we weren't working the program. Yeah. So we're like, we hate this. And it's like, no, we just don't want to do it in general. It doesn't matter <laughs> what program it is. Yeah. It's, it's well, but you know what? what? At least yourself aware enough to know that because I think a lot of people especially at the beginning a lot of the comments I was getting specifically on my Facebook page were very much like nobody wanting to accept like their role in their weight loss journey at all and so I feel like that's actually the most important thing and so you're right same thing with me I'm like yeah I'm gonna blame it on the holidays but we haven't had a holiday in like three weeks now so what am I doing <laughs> like, like I, I know I mean MLK weekend is a big holiday weekend where we're like partying it up lots of barbecues Valentine's <laughs> yeah. Day is coming up so we got to gear up for that we're gonna have a lot of chocolate and red wine so I, I know I was never thinking, ending well and then I was at the store I was at home goods yesterday and they already have not only their Valentine stuff, but then their St. Pat's and their Easter stuff out. 
And I was like having a panic attack. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like it just was Christmas. Like we need to stop <laughs> like, right now. Like between all these holidays and like Thursdays and Mondays and stuff, like we we just don't have time. To no, it's really it is like that meme that's like, and then a holiday comes along, or my birthday, or or a Wednesday. And, you know. <laughs> Happy hour. Like, we just don't have time for this. This doesn't no. fit into my life. <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday. I'm sorry. Like I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's Taco Tuesday. There's Wine Wednesday. Like I just I know there's that. always something. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, how can we how can we expect to also fit in eating healthy between all these <laughs> things? Like I don't understand. <laughs> I know. And then it's like then I see also the bathing suits in the in the stores, and I'm like, all right, no, Courtney, you have to get your ish together because it's more important to put for me at least to put the work in now than that I'm like uncomfortable and miserable all summer because I like don't like my arms or my whatever, you know. Yeah. And I know for me that is like is always that struggle in the summer. So I'm like, get your act together. That's really motivating for me too because I understand in six months you're not gonna. I'm not going to be, I know everybody's a bikini body. Like I get it, but like, I'm not going to be exactly how I want to look in a bikini in six mm-hmm. months, but I can be a little bit better. Like, right. Like last summer loved myself in shorts, wore shorts all summer when I didn't wear shorts for years before last summer. Right now, my shorts don't even buckle. So I can't <laughs> wear shorts right now if I wanted to. <laughs> so I can get back to like that point where like at least I'm comfortable in shorts, which is like a normal thing I mean, to wear you got in those summer. cute elastic shorts at the end of summer last year. I do, I do. But they're a little they're <laughs> like less compressed. So you see the pooch a little bit more. So you got to like strategize the kind of shirt you wear over them. But Right. <laughs> That's what long shirts are for. It's totally fine. <laughs> Totally. Um, but speaking of holidays and Valentine's Day and all of that, that was a smooth stuff, transition, Steph. It was not. That was a smooth let's transition. Dating relationship. Where are you with this? The last time. Okay, let's figure out the last time we chatted. I learned what unicorns were. I remember that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm assuming you have not become someone's unicorn. And I have, I have not. I was going to say, I would assume you also have not. I have not. Okay, good. Nobody, nobody here is a unicorn. No unicorns here. No unicorns here. Um, no, so, what is, and if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to episode six when Courtney was on for the first time. My mind was blown. It was blown. I'm um, telling you, well, you know, because when you start online dating, you're just like, naive and sweet and have no idea the horrors that are out there so I was glad to be the one to break that news to you (laughs) my mind was blown so yeah yeah, tell us the latest so last time you were doing the online dating thing but things have definitely changed since then and you've currently been in a relationship yes so it was really funny Um, my, not to be one of those people that's like my therapist said, but it really was her in the summer, um, which I had before I stopped going to her, that's a whole other thing. She was an issue herself, but she did give me good advice. And she had said, it was like the end of June. And she's like, I want you to go on one date a week in July. And I was like, I don't even, there's not, there's not even four like eligible men to go out with. That's not even possible. And then by pure coincidence, I, you know, she kind of at least motivated me a little bit. So there's one week in July that I went on three first dates, which I've never done that. I hope I never have to do again, but, um, it's just like more exhausting than I realized it would be. That's the other thing. People who are like out on first dates all the time. It's just a lot. Like I can't, I just don't have the bandwidth for that. But, um, so one of those 
well, better than the other two. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've been seeing him since July. So, but depending when this airs six, seven months, um, it's, you know, you and I have talked about, and actually even when we were in Palm Springs, cause I'd been seeing him about a month and we did talk yeah. a little bit about it. Um, I just think we're very different people. And so, you know, I'm going to be careful what I say, because who knows when this airs, what the situation will be, but you know, I have spoken to you guys both about it and I just, I don't think this is going to be it for me. And, um, a conversation I'm going to be having with him fairly shortly, but, um, just depending on how that goes, we'll see. Um, but for me, it's really hard. And this is what I was saying to you guys. It's so much easier when someone you're dating and, you know, Steph, I know you have like a similar situation when someone is like, you know, not giving you, not being a very nice person, I will say, then you're like, F this, I'm done. I can't wait to be done with you. Like we've been there. That's not the situation. Like he is a very good person. He's like very kind, um, you know, very stable. I just unfortunately don't think we're going to be a match long-term and it's for things that I have talked about with him in the past. And I know he's trying, um, I don't want to say he's not trying hard enough because I think in his mind he is, but sometimes people are just truly not capable of giving us what we need. And that's why I've been having a hard time with it because if he was so mean to me or a terrible person, it's so much easier to break up with somebody. Yeah. And so, um, I just, especially like the last few weeks, there's been like some significant events in my life. And, um, you know, we can talk about that, that I just felt like I wasn't getting enough support for and that is something I have told him in the past like he is not really like on my level in terms of like what he's comfortable with sharing emotionally and um especially for someone that's been married I'm not saying my marriage was perfect but you want to be in a relationship with someone that is like your best friend that you can go to for anything and I do not feel like I can do that um and so um I don't want to touch on some of those things that have been Sure. Cause I was like, I don't know if I should just keep talking. No. Or... Yeah. Let's talk. I just, we, we obviously want to give you like the space to talk, but we also don't want to like overstep too much with our oh questions gosh, where no. you're like, and I don't want to go that far into it. Never, never. We, we talked a little bit about what I, and, and that's the thing too. Like I said, depending when this airs, um, currently he's on vacation and I just didn't feel like it was fair to have a conversation like this before somebody goes on vacation. Um, I had friends telling me differently, but I just know I, my trip would be ruined if someone was like, I don't think this is working for me. Go have fun on your trip the next 10 days. Oh yeah. I had a boyfriend break up with me a day or two before I left for Cancun. And it was like, it like was devastating to my first part of the trip. I was going to say, mind you, the first night in Cancun, we went to a wedding. Oh, so I was like, yeah, in my head, I'm picturing you like, um, Carrie in the sex in the city movie when she still goes (laughs) on her honeymoon and she's just like miserable the whole time. That's how I would be. If someone, you know, broke up with me before I went on a vacation, I think, I think having a hard conversation like that, breaking up with somebody, anything like that is never easy to do. Mm -hmm. So you're always going to have to like think about the best time and kind of strategize, unfortunately. I know. But I, I agree with you that that would not be, there's not, there's never a good time. So even coming back, it might not be a good time, you know, no. but like, I think that says a lot about you, like caring enough about him to not want to ruin his trip over a conversation. 
Well, and you know, as you are staff, I'm a supreme overthinker and um, you know, that's basically what my friends were trying to say, because there's been like a couple other times I've tried having the conversation, but then there's always some reason it doesn't go well, or I can't. And basically everybody has been like, there's no right time. My brother friendly was like, you just have to pull the bandaid off. And, and here's the thing. That's why I'm trying to be careful when I'm saying, although I told you guys, he'll never listen to this. Like, I don't think he has like seen one thing I post online ever, but, um, <laughs> basically like it's. I'm going to have this conversation with him. I'm going to give him the option to try, but I don't think he, and I don't even know how he's going to take it because like I said, he plays it so close to the vest. I have no idea how he feels. Like we're almost, almost seven months in. And I just feel like because he keeps me at a distance, I don't have like that emotional connection I would have to someone like this far in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So um, I just think, and, and here's the thing there are things that I just know compatibility wise you can always overcome things but like he's not um super into my dogs he's he tolerates them he's nice to them but he's never going to be someone that's like you know you stay in bed I'll get up and go take the dogs out because he just not, he's not a dog person it's fine I totally get it um Things like that. Do you get it though? Because I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, those, <laughs> those are your babies. Those are your babies. Especially now, if someone were going to cross Penny like that, I think you'd be done with them. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's the thing, because I also, the last guy I dated, um, just genuinely really did not like them. So I know that right now he's trying. Um, but like, also, we only live a half hour apart, but like, he lives in a high rise and he's very into that. And, you know, it's very different of being a homeowner and having responsibilities. Um, he'll want to do things. And I'm like, I can't, I have to go home and let my dogs out. And just things like that, where I just, I want someone that's going to be like more of an equal partner with me, sort of on the same page with me. We've been together through all these major holidays. He has not one time mentioned me meeting his family. I have not met a single person in his family. It's never been brought up Thanksgiving, Christmas, like has he met no your one. Family? Yeah. And even my brother and my sister, and they don't even live here, but oh, I mean, wow. at a point when they were home, you know, and everybody says like, yeah, he's super nice. It's not that it's just for me. And you guys get it because you're both divorced too. Like you've already done it once. So for me, it's very important. And it's pressure that no one else puts on me that I put on myself. One, I'm looking to get married and have kids. I'm how old am I? I'm 33. I'm going to be 34 this year. So I'm not getting any younger. That's important to me. So I don't necessarily want to be, I don't want to say wasting time, but it's different for a guy who maybe right. isn't even thinking about that right now. Where for me, it's like what I think about a lot. Yeah. Um, and also if I'm going to get married again, which is what I want, I don't plan on getting divorced again. And so it's like, I really need to feel safe and comfortable and like that I have a solid foundation with someone. Um, and, you know, I had told you guys, so I had COVID for the second time, um, the week between Christmas and New Year's, and he knew I had it. Um, I was worried about him getting sick. He, he thankfully did not. But like the whole time I was sick, I got no phone calls. I got like two texts saying, how do you feel? But I had like my mom and a bunch of friends like dropping smoothies off, bringing me soup, like, you know, anything just to be like, yeah. I know you're fine. Cause I really was fine this time. I just couldn't leave, but like someone to show like, 
the reverse is if I, if my boyfriend or even one of my friends was sick, I would drive to them. I'd leave them flowers on their porch. I'd bring them soup. I'd door dash them dinner. Um, and I know if maybe I had said something, but it's like, I don't like when you're a grown adult, I don't feel like I need to tell you. Yeah. Well, I can't, you know, I can't leave my house. Like you didn't even right. say, do you need anything? Even if I would have said no. The Cause offer- that was the thing. He didn't even automatically do anything, which is fine. But he never even asked, like, is no. there anything you need? Can I mm-hmm. like, do you need me to pick up any like medications for you? Do you need me? Yeah. To- and I feel like what guys don't understand is it's like, there's no dollar sign on, on showing you care. Like no. it doesn't even necessarily have to be that you door dash a meal or something, but yeah. like be like, Hey, I know you're home today. Like I just recently watched this movie. I think you might like it too. Or like, yeah. there's this new game I found on my phone, like download this app. It's super like just showing interest in like, okay, I know you're home and you have a lot of time on your hands. Here's some things like I thought of you when I watched this movie or something like it's literally just thought. And I feel like guys sometimes just are really bad about showing that, but I have a question about that. Oh yeah. Do you know a lot about his relationship history? Like has, has he had a lot of girlfriends? Does he have a lot of experience with relationships? So again, every time I bring anything up, he gets like very uncomfortable and not in like a weird shady way. Like literally as far as I know, he has never told me one lie. Like he prides himself on being honest. So that is not even a factor. I think he just doesn't want to talk about it. Like he thinks it's awkward, but like, I mean, I was married, like how much more awkward could that be? Do you know what yeah. I mean? And that's another thing is like, it's a fine line because he's never, we've briefly talked about like why I got a divorce. And I kept thinking, well, like the longer we're together, we'll get into it because like, I do know a lot of my issues now come from that like trust problems and like abandonment issues and things like that but he's never asked about it and I don't know if it's because he just thinks it doesn't matter like it's irrelevant to our relationship or if he's like waiting for me to bring it up but I don't bring things like that up because he clams up and so I did one time I did ask him and I know he had said like when he was in his 20s he's my age so close to seven, eight, nine years ago, he had like a six month relationship. And he said, he thinks that was probably the longest, but literally don't know why they broke up. Don't know like anything. Don't know the. So technically the, the relationship, relationship. So technically your relationship is, is probably the longest. longest relationship. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Um, and I also think too, as you get older, like I know relationships just are more serious anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's like how I feel right now. I don't even really feel like it's a super serious relationship. It's been long-term, but I don't feel yeah. like if I like, okay, for example, this just makes me sound like an idiot, but I gave myself a flat tire a few weeks ago. Um, I did not know pro tip that if you don't do it right with the air, you can suck all the air out of your tire. <laughs> so I went to Costco thought somehow I had, I don't know what I thought. So I was freaking out. It literally was like flatter than flat. Um, and so my first call was my mom. And then I called the car dealership to see if I could have them fix it. But like, he wasn't even on my radar to call Yeah, because I was like, what's he going to do? Like, really, I would want someone that would say to me, I'll get in the car and come get you right now, even if I live a half hour away, but that's like, not going to be something he's ever going to do. Yeah. And so this is sounding very, like a lot of this is sounding very similar to like how I always felt with MBM. Mm -hmm. Like I always felt like, 
And I don't know if it's a little bit different, like that you don't ask for things just because you're like, he, like, he kind of seems a little like, like you, like you'd ask and it would just go over his head kind of thing, you know, where like with MBM, I, Lord, I literally just talked about this in the car on the way to Newport yesterday. I was like, remember, like, I wouldn't even like ask him to do simple things because and MBM got like mad at me for saying this because he's like, you're scared to ask me things. Like, how are you scared of me? I'm like, I'm not scared of you. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of the disappointment. Yep. I've been disappointed so many times by you. Like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't see you. Sorry. I have to cancel. Like no, so many times that like, it's the disappointment that I'm scared of. I'd rather yep. just not go to you because I, I already like, kind of feel like I'm just going to be disappointed. So I'll go to like, one of my friends or literally anyone but you, because I know they're not going to disappoint me like you will. Well, I even just think like with MBM, you would literally every day be texting me. How should I respond to this text? I want to tell him this, but I don't know how, like, I'm so nervous to tell him this. Like you literally haven't asked me anything about Jordan and like, like since pretty much the beginning. Yeah. It's just easy. And it's so weird when you are like, like you do go from like one relationship to another that's like completely different. And yeah, mm-hmm. like you're never going to be with the perfect person because nobody's perfect. Oh, you know, I'm certainly like not. To, to be in a relationship that's just easier where you, you like you said, like you want to be able to be like broken down in a Costco parking lot and call your person and, yeah. and they jump in the car and drive 30 minutes to come get you and rescue you. Like that's what you want, you know? And there's so much like I'm like analyzing myself, but side note, when you said last week, when you're, you had all those problems coming home or come going back to California from um, Christmas and you said, and Laura was like, wow, Jordan had to pick you up at LAX. He had to drive all the way out there. Even further. Yeah. Whatever. Sorry. You know, I don't, you You were close. Whatever. Yeah. Same time zone though. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, Laura, do you want to start on the geography? Because I just listened last week. (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry. I had to say that. No, no, no. I know. I figured it was coming. You caught me off guard to be honest with you with that. Um, (laughs) But like, I was so glad for you because like, how awesome is that? That even that you could just be like, yeah, well, not you like, basically, this is what I need from you. And he's like, okay, great. Because like, that's what you deserve. That's what everybody deserves. And for me, I would do that for anyone. And that's why I'm like disappointed in myself that I, there was like a couple, it was when I had COVID. So I also was just emotional because I was like sad or whatever, but I thought, I don't, I don't know who I cried to. Cause all my friends have heard it at this point, but I was like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm like most disappointed in myself because it's like, I keep attracting the same type of guys. And I don't, I don't understand how, like, and it's, I can't change who I am. Like, I can't, like my friend was like, okay, here's an example. I don't drink hot coffee. I don't have coffee in my house. Uh, My boyfriend does. So I buy coffee. And even the days that I'm going to my office, and getting up and leaving and he's still here asleep I will make the coffee before I go my sister was like you don't even drink it that's really nice of you like stop doing it and I'm like but it's not in my nature like I want to be with someone who I do that stuff for absolutely but it's like so now I'm just supposed to be a bitch it's like against my nature to just not do caring things for people but then is it fair that I get mad when I don't get that back it's like I'm not doing it to get it back but like even if I had heard to get it back. Right. I I truly do feel like I do. And even if at some point he had said to me, 
you know what? I've noticed you always have coffee. You always have bananas because that's what I like when I'm here. Like, I just want you to know I appreciate it. We got in a fight in December because I stayed at his apartment for the first time. And all things considered, his apartment is not bad. We've all seen single men's apartments. Like, it's not that bad. I just am a very neat, clean, tidy person. And I like my comforts as we all do mm-hmm. um he like drinks water from the sink which I don't like I drink <laughs> bottled water I'm sorry I don't even think that's bougie at this point um he's just very like tap water is fine and like in some parts of the state the water comes from Lake Michigan and like it's I don't know it just is gross so <laughs> we got in this Aaron fight Rich? what I know yes and so we got in this fight and we both were drinking um, but I always bring like, I, oh, I always bring this with me everywhere, guys. Oh. Our, our matching cups. Our Palm Springs drinks. cups. Um, I, so I had taken it with me and I was like, oh, I need to refill it. And he was like, well, there's the sink. And I was like, oh. I said, you know, I packed bottled water and I forgot to bring it. And he's like, well, the sink water is right there. And I said, I get it. I said, when you go to your friend's houses, do they make you drink out of the sink? No, they always give you an option of bottled water. And he was like, yeah, but I don't mind drinking from the sink. And I said, well, I do. And you know that. And I don't think it's outside the, the realm of, you know, reasonable assumption that at some point you'd buy like a few bottles of water to leave them in your fridge for me. And $3 for a 24 pack at the grocery store to just have on hand for me. So like we actually got into an argument about it. And then like, I've been multiple, multiple times since then. And there's definitely no water. So it's like, it's not even, it's not even about that. Cause I'm probably going to sound like a huge bitch now to everyone listening, but it's just the fact, like I go out of my way for people and it. And so again, I just was like, I can't believe I ended up in another situation with like a guy that is a good guy, but just like, can't meet me where I need to be met. And unfortunately it, this part is not his fault, but it is too closely related to my situation with my ex-husband. And I spent 14 years being the only person that took care of things. And now it's like, I want someone else to come in and say like, here's how we're going to fix your flat tire. Here's how we're going to do this. Someone else to say, I'm going to shovel the snow for you. Like, I'm just, I am capable of everything on my own. Just like everybody really is. You know where you don't have to shovel snow? In Orange, California. (laughs) (laughs) Time time for a move, Courtney. I will say you guys are. You guys are posting all your pictures by the pool. We had three inches of snow last night. Le- this morning, my neighbor is the best neighbor ever. And he came, he did his driveway with his snowblower and then he did mine. And I texted oh, him. So yeah, like so nice. Um, but I was like, me and Laura are at the pool right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I just, I feel like I've said this 80 times on the podcast, but it's so true. It's like we, when you have been married and you go through like a traumatizing, like thing like that. Like you just, you really learn what you want out of a relationship. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, these were things like I was, I was in my marriage, like it was fine. And these were things that like, I was just going to live with, but then at some point it's just like, no, I'm not going to live with that again. Cause I have the option to. No, totally. And it's funny. Cause when I was texting you guys about it, you both were like, oh, I'm really sorry. That sucks. But like, we're proud of you that you know what you want and you're not willing to settle. And it's different advice then, I mean, I get the same advice in a more roundabout way from my other friends, but I have a lot of friends that are married to the only person they've ever dated. That was my situation. I have a lot of friends that have not really ever been in a serious relationship either. So it's really hard to find like that niche. That's like, 
no, I totally get what you're saying. And you guys do because you've been married and divorced and you're like, it's not worth putting up. It's not like little things. Like if I were a different type, I for sure have friends who I know think I'm blowing this out of proportion. They think I may be, you know, making a mountain out of a molehill because they don't need necessarily those things out of a partner, but I do. And so it's like, I don't think I am. Um, and even, you know, my, I think my dad thinks I'm just like crazy and and picky or whatever, but we were having this conversation when I was sick about how I was upset that I just didn't feel like emotionally supported at all. And, um, my dad said to me, that sounds exactly like what I won't say his name, but like what your ex-husband did when you had your gallbladder out, which he did. That was like a major surgery. Didn't check on me. Didn't that's when we started to have problems because I said, I don't even think you want to be married. Like, how can you watch your wife go through something so painful and you don't even give a crap basically. And so it's like, we had that conversation at the dinner table. And when he said that, I started to cry. He's like, Oh no, no, we don't need to talk about it. And I'm like, no, I know. I said, I already was thinking that, but like to hear someone else say it again, I'm just like disappointed in myself that I always think, well, you know, I knew, I knew because my boyfriend was having trouble, um, like, connecting emotionally. I was like, I get it. Some people it takes a long time for them to open up. So I thought, well, I'm just going to give him the time. But now I feel like this far in, it should not still be an issue. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to talk to him about it. The other thing I, I know I told you guys is like, I just got a new job and I'm super excited about it. I'm very nervous. Um, and I had a hard time deciding if I wanted to take it because there's nothing wrong with my job. I wasn't even looking. It was like an opportunity that presented itself to me. Who's the person you're going to talk to about that? Like your significant other really had no words of wisdom for me. And then when I decided I was going to take the job, um, all I got was a congrats, a text that literally said, congrats. We're like, cool, congrats. Um, where again, if it were me and my boyfriend or my friend or anyone got a new job that is essentially like a promotion, I would have said, great, let's go for drinks. Let's do something. He came to my house that night. He was already coming to my house that night. No flowers, not even a mention of it. Didn't even ask me like anything about the job, nothing. And so before we went to bed, I was like, oh, I just feel so sick about having to quit my job tomorrow. Like I really like my boss and you know, I was just like kind of talking it out and he just turned and looked at me and said, um, you'll be fine. And I said, oh, you're really not super helpful. And he said, well, I don't really know what you want me to say. Like, you will be fine. And then he like rolled over and went to bed. He's like, yes, of course I will be fine. I don't think this is going to be some like traumatizing experience, but it still sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it does. And, you know, I said, this is as much as my ex-husband had his faults. I mean, and as, as did I in that situation, he would have at least had something to say to me about it and been like, you know, it's okay. Like we can, we can figure out what you're going to say. Like I can, you know, stand right outside the room while you talk to her something like to make me feel better. I just really felt like I was super alone. And I I feel like when you're in a serious relationship, you shouldn't feel like that. I agree. And I I think you get in your head a little bit, like even talking this out because you keep saying things like, like you keep like um, not justifying it, but saying things like, I know I'm sounding like a bitch or I know this is like petty or whatever. And it's like, it's not, you don't sound like a bitch. It's not petty. Expecting these things is not wrong. You're not saying, oh, he only brought me Trader Joe's flowers and I would have wanted the $60 bouquet from the floor. It's not like, 
it's not oh, about like money. It's not about what he's doing. It's not like he brought you McDonald's instead of taking you to risk. No, it's literally just that it doesn't matter what it is. Like the thought and the care and the support that you need is not being yeah. given to you. And it's not just one time. It's not like, Oh, he, he crashed on the COVID thing or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like all these little things. Like you went from like the smallest, like water, like there's no water bottles in his fridge. To, like the biggest, like I got a promotion and I was sick. Yeah. Of and it's like this, this spectrum of things that like, he just hasn't like met your needs on. And like, that doesn't make you a bitch. That doesn't make you petty. That doesn't make you, you're not asking for too much. It's just and, and at the same time, you've also given him, him credit. Like he's a great person. Yeah, totally. Lot. You're just like the needs that you both need are not like at the same level. And you're probably way exceeding his needs, you know, like his needs oh, probably are nowhere sure. near yours and you're just completely over exceeding them. And then he's just not, and it's hard too. when like, you haven't met his family, like you don't know what he's come from. Like maybe his parents have like maybe he was raised with parents that just kind of have like kind of a dysfunctional relationship. Well, it's so funny because my mom asked me that too. And I said, no, we, we started dating in July in September. We had this conversation because I was like, you know, I feel he, he had been out of town. Um, and I had said before he left, I said, Oh, I'm going to miss you. And he was like, uh, am I supposed to say that back? And I was like, all right. (laughs) I said, what's the deal here? And he was like, things like that just make me uncomfortable. And I said, like, how are your parents? And he was like, no, they've been married forever. He's like, they're super lovey, dovey, touchy feely. Uh, So I don't know what happened here. And I mean, everybody's different. I totally get that. But um, yeah, he also in November was um, in Mexico for a wedding. And at that point, I'm like, okay, we've been together, like, we've been seeing each other a lot. And I did genuinely miss him. And he had, you know, his red receipts on and I had texted him and said, I miss you. And it showed me he read it and he never texted me back. And I did call him on it. um, The next day, when he said, Oh, how are you doing? I said, you know, my feelings are really hurt. And again, he was like, well, I was out. And I was like, people can text back when they're out. Like, and then we got in another, when you got back to the hotel or Right. At some point, you know, and we got, we got into an argument. He came to my friend's giving and, um, it came up again. And I said, because he was texting a lot to his friends and I was like, oh, so it is possible for you to reply to a text, even if you're doing other things. And we got in like an argument. He thought I was joking and I wasn't. And, um, so my friend was like, no, be nice to him. And I said, I'm just so sick of hearing well, I was out as an excuse, like everybody else manages to text back at some point. Right. So it's just things like that where, you know, I just, and it does suck because he is a really good guy. And like, I could see potential, but this is just like too big of a thing for me. Like, I'm not going to settle. I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to end up divorced again because I just want to get married and have kids. And then in 20 years, I'm like, well, he's still not doing what I need from someone. And then I'm, you know, divorced now I have kids. And I feel like that's even harder. So it just sucks because it's like not what I wanted. Um, And I don't know how it's going to go, which is like why I told you guys, I was like, well, I don't know when, what did I just do here when this airs, but um, got like a week and a half. (laughs) Yeah. 
So I do kind of person like this will be like an in-person conversation. This is not a phone conversation. Like, so I feel like I owe that to him. A few of my friends have said like, just do whatever's come. Like, so when I, when I resigned from my job last week, I had typed out a script. And so like when my boss, I called my boss, she didn't answer. So when she called me back, I was like, do you have a minute to talk? I want to let you know this, this, and this. And like, I basically got my whole script out and then I felt better and I could answer her questions and things. That would work great in a situation like this, but I feel like I need to, I owe it to him. Like we've been together long enough where I do feel like it should be an in-person conversation. I also feel like it's terrible of me to like make plans with him where he drives a half hour to my house and only for me to like break up with him potentially. Um, My friends were like, no, you know, you're always going to find a reason. And I was like, well, I just feel like I should go to him, have the conversation. And like, again, I am willing to see what happens um but I don't even know how he feels he literally could say to me either start he could start crying be like I'm in love with you oh my god I didn't see this coming and I would 100% be shocked or he could be like honestly I've been thinking the same cool let's be friends and he'll be fine I literally have no idea because he doesn't talk about how he feels ever yeah he's a he's a hard raise and that that makes it hard going into the conversation like if you had like an inkling that like maybe he felt the same way you did or something then I know, you know, it might make it easier or hard, whatever, harder, whatever. But yeah, it's hard when somebody's such a hard read that you're like, you don't really know how it's going to go or what to expect. You just go into it like the, you know, the best you can go into it and see what happens. I know. I said, I was going to say, you can't honestly see yourself married to me. Right. And my brother goes, what if he says yes? And I was like, that would seriously be so shocking to me because like, (laughs) I also know my own issues that like other people would maybe have a problem with. Like I, he's very spontaneous. I'm not, he's very like, like when he travels, he literally doesn't ever check a bag. Like I need, you guys would not travel. I, well. you not. I do not. Two days to check you had that whole um, cart filled with stuff, but I'm the same way. And I was, I was like, I don't understand. Like, I know I'm a girl. So I have like more hair products, maybe like more, a few things, but like, no, he literally said he's never, he never checked the bag, except he went to like, he did an African safari and he was gone for like two weeks and he did have to check a bag for that. So I was like, you'd hate traveling with me. Like, you don't, I don't think he wants to live like out in the suburbs with the two dogs. Like, I don't, I just feel like I would be surprised if he were to say, yes, I do think we'd end up married because I just know like we have very conflicting personalities, but again, some people are way more easygoing than I am. So like, he might be like, yeah, these are things I'm willing to, I'm willing to put up with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a, I don't know if I'm going to open up a whole other can with this question, but so he's like your second, like relationship since your divorce, correct? Yeah. What, um, I know there was a lot of like, oh, I don't remember if there was problematic things in your first relationship more that you were just like blindsided by the ending of that. Right. If I remember correctly. No. So with him, so I dated that guy for three months. Um, and he there was a lot going on there. Um, but again, I'm always like, oh, I'll try to be understanding. People are trying to get their life together. And you know, I think too, on the flip side, I think about the baggage I bring, and I'm like, well, not everyone wants to date someone that's divorced, not everyone wants to have dates in a house where she lived with her husband, like. But I also feel like I definitely have my life together, like much more so than a lot of these guys online. Yeah. yeah. And so with that relationship, um, he like said we were totally on the same page and then it became increasingly clear. He just wanted 
someone that like could fit into his life. Like I had to drive out. He lived like 25 minutes away. So like, he'd be like, Oh, I'm coming to your town to like go to home Depot. Cause he was like remodeling a house that he had bought. So like, we'd walk around and help him pick stuff out. And then we'd go to dinner and then that was fine. Cause that was what he wanted to do. But if I was like, let's go to dinner and a movie. Oh, I'm tired from working or like, so I, and because I didn't really know any different, I was like, Oh, wow. I can't believe my first relationship out at the gate. Like he's a lawyer and he has his own house and this and that. Although technically he not technically, actually he was still living with his mother. Um, cause he had just bought this house. So mm. 39 years old living with his mom. And that was a huge issue. And I post stuff like that a lot because I find a lot of guys have like some sort of mother issues I'm finding. Uh-huh. So it was like, he tried canceling plans on me multiple times because his mom needed him to do stuff. Um, like, oh, I can't come do this because my mom needs me to cut her grass today. And I'm like, there's a fine line between being a helpful son. And like, I think she just doesn't want you to have a girlfriend is like truly what I thought. Yeah. Of, right. So I had tried breaking up with him and I was like, I just don't think you have enough time for a relationship. You have your job and you're remodeling this house and you just kind of seem to want to do what you want to do. And he was like, you know what? No, you're right. I'm going to make more of an effort with you. Um, I don't want to like lose you like you're blah, blah, blah. And then like the next week, then he broke up with me over the phone. What a prick. Like, are you joking? You're like, I was going to do it first. Yeah. 100%. definitely a friends episode literally all the reasons were the reasons I had given to him I'm like did you write them down like he was like you're right I just don't oh he had said um this is the first time he was like a late in life law school graduate so like he had only been working as a lawyer for like two years he had just bought this house and basically he was like I'm finally getting out of my mom's house I have a job like he had a job before but he's like I have my career um, and it's just like my time to be a bachelor. And I was like, bro, your hairline goes halfway back your head and you're almost 40 years old. The time to be a bachelor is gone. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my God. Was so- the audacity. Like I have a, I have a friend. Um, so she'll hear it. Cause she listens to you guys every week. I send you the text when we talk about you guys, uh-huh. um, but she hates him so much. And I think she, I feel like she might even hate him more than anyone doesn't like my ex-husband because she's just like, he's, he's 40 years old. He's a fuck boy. Like it's embarrassing. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. So that was, but the thing is the pattern I'm realizing in myself is it's, I'm attracting guys that have not really been in serious relationships. So then they don't know how to act. And I'm just not in the business of teaching somebody like, and it's not, anyone's fault that I've already been married, but I just know how to act in a relationship. And so it's like, I don't know. I also just feel like some things are common sense. Like if you care about someone, isn't it nice just to like bring them something when Um, you think of them or like check on them. And that's where I'm at. So Jeff, he's like, obviously older than me. He was 41 when we started dating 42. I don't even remember. And he, um, same thing, doesn't have a ton of experience with like a lot of serious relationships. So he, um, very much never has like, there's a lot of things, like, he's not just like a big romantic guy. Like he's not coming up with all these like lavish romantic ideas and planning these like fantastic romantic things, which I would love, but it's fine because he does like other things, fill my love tank in other ways, if you will. And he, Mm -hmm. um, because he does, and that is, it's like, it's natural for him to just be a caring person. Like 
if I had a flat tire, like he would, he's, he's able to just show he cares in other ways where I'm just like, okay, this isn't his love language to be that kind of guy, but it's, he still is able to show me he cares. And he's still, I feel like Mm -hmm. he's there for me in the ways that like other people haven't been. So it's, it's definitely, I, if they're just not doing any of that, then it's, it's, you do deserve more than that. Well, and that's the thing. And I know, I mean, I can't do a lot of stuff other girls probably can do, but like, even with my ex-husband, so that had happened multiple times. If I got a flat tire and my car battery died, did he know how to fix that? No, but he would always say, all right, well, I'm going to call my dad. My dad will come and help you. And he would at least <laughs> help me out. He helped um, in his own way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's been something I missed. Literally. I was like, who do I call when I have this problem? Cause I was like, triple A is going to take forever to get here. So it got, it was my own fault, obviously. And I felt like an idiot, but it's like, I think acts of service is probably my biggest like love language. Um, and so it's just knowing, like, even if you can't do something, like you're going to help me figure out what to do. And I mean, I don't know the reason I feel a little bad is because I probably have not been as honest with him as I should have been. Like, you know, when I was sick, I should have said, I just, because it's, it's such a fine line. I should have said to him, you know, I've been sick and like, you didn't even offer to do anything, but that I feel like that just makes me again, look like a brat. And so it's like, I don't, that's why I don't advocate for myself. But like, if you were to tell me that like Jordan or Jeff did X, Y, or Z, I'd be like, no, you need to tell them this and this and this, it's just so hard to do it when it's yourself. Absolutely. Like when I have this conversation with him, I feel like if he says, like, you didn't even really give me a fair shot to like try I do feel like I did, but like, it's again, I get it. If like, we're not on the same wavelength and like things like that just don't occur to you. I just feel like maybe then I need to be with someone that things like that do occur to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and that's why like, we've had it it, on our list of topics to discuss for a while and we haven't done it yet, but we were just talking last night about how it's going to be a topic soon is the love languages. Yeah. It is love languages, like personality tests, all of that. It's so important to find somebody that you're compatible with. Like, because if like, let's just say your boyfriend was like, so great with gifts. Like he was constantly buying you gifts, but he was never using his words to like, tell you how he feels. He was never, you know, doing things, but he wouldn't let your dogs out. He wouldn't put water in the fridge at his house whatever, whatever. But those are the things that matter more to you than gifts. Like for me, that matters more to me than gifts. Like you can buy me zero gifts, but you can like, tell me all day how you feel about me and, and do sweet little gestures and stuff. And like Jordan, we went wine tasting the other day. And before we even went wine tasting, sends me this full on itinerary that's mapped out on Google maps and sends me a map of like exact. And I'm like, Oh my, I sent it to Laura and I'm like, Oh my God, like, this is usually me that has to do this. And yeah. now somebody like doing it for me. And like, I, for once in my life, just get to like go back for the ride, you know? And it's like, you have to like, like compatibility in that form is so important because we don't all have the same love languages, you know? Totally. I can never be with somebody whose love languages is gifts because I'm a terrible gift giver. You said like that. It, yeah. I hate it. So you, you'd really do have to like find that compatibility too. And like, that's why I give you credit for like saying so many good things about him too, is you're like, there's nothing wrong with him as a person. Yeah, no. Person, 
it's just, you're going to have to like really figure out in that conversation, like how compatible ongoing you guys are, you know, and sometimes guys need to be like smacked in the face with a hard conversation to get it, you know, and sometimes you'll find out you're just not. So I know. And that's, what's so funny is like, note for the future, the conversation will have happened by the time this airs. So I'm like, I could just, I could be single or maybe it was like, a uh, reality call wake up I don't gonna, know and it's probably gonna have and- to do like a quick bonus episode after <laughs> this one airs <laughs> yeah I'll probably I'll probably be back on the apps at that point I feel like because I feel like when someone just doesn't get you they just don't get you and I get yeah. it but you know what's so funny you were just saying I was when you just said the thing about he sent you that itinerary, I thought that sounds like a very Laura-like thing to do. And then I, I forget that she did find him for you. And my friend Emily and I just had this conversation. She said, like, you know, whenever if you're back on the apps, and I said, I think like you need to be my Laura, and like maybe we this is what we do because I said this is like working out for them. But I just am like such a control freak and like she'll like swipe for me. And then the guys I get, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so we just like, I don't know if it'll work, but it has worked for you. And we just were talking about that. So with Steph, so where Steph would swipe right on one out of every 20 guys, I swiped right on one out of every five guys. That's because, and it's probably not even five guys. There's not that many guys to swipe <laughs> right on, but like, that's the difference. Like where, cause I'm just like, just because you match does not mean you have to even have a conversation mm-hmm. or you can have, like, I was like, there's how many guys that I like would have like I was like just right off the bat like their profile sucks photos weren't great but then they ended up being like really cool guy and we went on dates whatever so I think it's always like you're not like accepting a proposal by swiping right like over swipe I think there's nothing wrong with that I would be happy to swipe for you but I oh that would be fun too it has to be here in Orange County can we create (laughs) can we create like a fake dating profile for Courtney in Orange County and like maybe we'll match her with some like you don't even have to create a fake one because you know on hinge you can pick any location oh just hand it over to us for a couple weeks (laughs) yeah when I was in Florida in April so before I was seeing my boyfriend before I even met him um my friend and I were in the hotel room and I was like, oh, I'm stuck on guys in Los Angeles. Like maybe someone famous will come up. They're probably on Raya. They're not on Hinge. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because then like every single, it's funny just to see the different, like the stuff we complain about here is I'm sure like what gets complained about out there. Like every guy was like in the industry. It was like all professional headshots. Whereas like here, everyone's like holding a fish and like a gun. So oh, no. it was just really, it was so funny. Lots of models, watch. reality stars and, yeah. and people that want to be actors. <laughs> so yeah, on him, you can swipe anywhere. That's, that would be so much fun to swipe for you. <laughs> and like, we're just like, okay we're going to find somebody that's just going to fly you out for, this is going to be like the bachelor. Like they're going to fly you out for a date, but you're going to like stay with us. So like you're safe. You'll just like oh go God, on yeah. a date and oh then like we'll hang out the rest of the weekend on their time. Like yeah. this is going to be great. I uh, love this idea I for us. Like that on their dime. Let's do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah. Well, so like I said, I just don't, we'll see how it goes. Obviously I'll keep you guys posted, but that's where I'm at. And honestly for me too, I'm kind of proud of myself because like, it is just room for growth. Like I now I'm seeing things that at the beginning of relationships where I should have maybe been like, all right, this is not going to work for me. You keep thinking people can change. They truly cannot change. And I just need to remind myself of that. So if this doesn't work out, I keep telling myself, well, third time's the charm. 
So maybe third relationship after my divorce will be it. We'll see. That was for me. Was it? That was Jeff? Yeah. Jeff was my third one after my divorce. So Jeff was three. Okay. Yeah. Cause I had, I had two almost one year relationships before that, but it's, a, and then you feel like you're like, God, I wasted so much time with these people and stuff, but I think it's not, you learn a lot from it. It's, I mean, time-wise you do feel like it's kind of a waste, but I think you can learn a lot from your other relationships that you can bring into making your next one even better. Totally. Well, and you know, when we had this conversation, he and I in September, and I said, just after what I went through with my divorce, I I don't want to waste time. And he said, yeah, but even if this doesn't work out, it wasn't a waste of time. Like we're having fun. And I said, that's great. But like, I'm not looking just for fun. Like I want to get married and have kids. So it's like, I just feel like, again, as my own pressure, like if I were younger or if I didn't want those things that would be different, like let's hang out, let's have fun for sure. It's like nice to have someone to do stuff with. I do enjoy his company. I think he's super smart. He knows a lot about things that I don't know about. So it's like a good match in that way. Um, but yeah, he just, um, I was like, I'm not looking just for fun. That's the problem. So, I mean, some people are, but I don't think I'm capable of that. I I never, I I never understand the people that are still just like wanting to look for fun in their thirties on dating apps blows my mind. And that's the thing. If you, a lot of people are just looking for a hookup or like, you don't want to get married or have, that's great. But just say that. Exactly. Yeah. So I know it's like, why is because they know that's not what other people want. And so they're trying to like, not catfish you, but like lure you in with like lies. Oh, you missed out on so much stuff, not having to date. I, yeah, I got very, I, I'm like trying to count in my head how many people I actually went on the date off with, like one, two, three, four, five, six, like maybe like seven. Well, I was going to say only one person before. Cause it was Colin. Before, yeah. Colin before uh, Matt. And then there were like, there was like the DA, that weird seal beach guy. And then that, the guy who didn't order the nachos. Oh God. Mm-hmm. So then like three before Jordan. Yeah. And you I, know what's so funny? Okay, less than 10 dates is not fair. Okay, I have to say this because I don't have, all the dating apps are deleted from, like, I don't even have them on my phone, like, yeah. whatever. But I also had forgotten, I wasn't logged into Tinder on mine. It was on Laura's. So I got an email last week from Tinder saying, basically saying, like, I had a week to, like, take action or whatever. They were going to, like, delete your remove, account. not remove my account, but like deactivate. And I'm like, so my account still out there? I'm still on Tinder? <laughs> I, I know. Like, oh my God, so now Jordan's funny. probably had people go yeah. on Tinder and like you pop up in their matches and they're like, whoa, do you know your girlfriend's on Tinder? <laughs> I was like, my bad. <laughs> I think eventually like, so you probably haven't been on in what, like four months? I don't think I've ever been on because Laura was on. <laughs> So like, yeah, I think eventually they stopped showing you too. Yeah. But no, I was thinking about that the other day. It was, um, I I was like at work and I was like, wait, how many people have I gone out with? I think it was also like seven, but one of them, I literally, I'm not kidding for the life of me. I could not remember his name. (laughs) I was (laughs) like, I I went out with, I don't remember their name, but I haven't even gone out with that many people. And my friend used to date this guy's ex-girlfriend and I texted him and I said oh what was that what was like your ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend's name and he reminded me and I was like oh thank god I said I just like was having a brain freeze and I could not remember what his name was (laughs) too funny 
I mean, oh. yeah, when you, when you are dating it, it, it feels like a second full-time job for sure. Between the swiping and then the texting and then the actually going out and then the stressing before you actually, like people don't realize, like be lucky if you're in a committed relationship because it's not easy if you are in the dating game. It's a lot of work. I agree with that. But then I also think about people who like are miserable in their relationships and just yes. staying so they don't have to do it. And I'm like, I'm not envious of that either. So no. it's like- if you're in a happy relationship, good on you. And I'm very jealous. <laughs> yeah, but don't stay in a miserable relationship just no. because you want to avoid the second full-time job of dating. Like, yeah, totally. Because for me, like that was worth it. Like it was worth leaving something I wasn't happy and having to put up with like a new struggle to get, you know, where I am or whatever. So, well, it's like what they say about Weight Watchers too. Like you have to pick your hard. I mean, so it's like, you know, maybe this will inspire someone who's not happy to, um, I will, I'll tell you, I've had a couple people message me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, probably drunk, like late at night and like girls, I mean, and they'll be like, um, I'm unhappy. I need to leave my husband. And then like, you know, they're posting all these pictures with them acting like they're the best people ever. And I'm just like, Oh, that was me though. That was my ex-husband. And and that's the thing. It was always great. And it was never great. Like social media. Great. Yep. Reality. Not great. But would you ever trade places with those people now? Never. Yeah. So it's like, I feel bad. And I'm just like, well, I'm here when you need someone to talk to, but yeah. It's definitely crazy. It really is. Courtney, we need something from you. What do you need? Here. <laughs> everything <laughs> Courtney we need your flavor of the week wait do we okay. need it first though I'll, I'll, I already had sorry, it edited sorry, in sorry. my mind how I was sorry, gonna do sorry. it okay go god <laughs> flavor of the week Courtney what's your flavor of the week <laughs> um so I have a flavor of the week because it's kind of a cheat and gives me two. So right now I know my flavor of the week is Apple TV because I just started using my free subscription that I've had for a year since I got my iPhone just (laughs) in time for it to cancel. And um, I just watched both seasons of Ted Lasso and both seasons of the morning show. And I am obsessed with both of those shows. And I I never would have both so bad. I've heard like, I know I would love both of them and I haven't watched either. And I want to watch both so bad. Well, do you have Apple TV? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then you should. I have like I a free. I have like good. A, just watch it. I have same thing. I have like a free subscription that I just haven't used. Yeah, no, it's so good. And it's things where I was like, I'm not going to like, I don't even know how to get Apple TV. Like I was like, what a mess. And then I was like, you know what? I forgot I had this subscription. Both shows are super different. Super good. Ted Lasso, you guys, have, did you watch either stuff? No, but everyone, like there's not one person I know that's watched Ted Lasso that doesn't like it. Yeah. So it's I, like, I you can't. It. it's impossible. It's just such a happy, positive, upbeat show. Um, and it just makes you feel good about yourself, which I think so much of TV doesn't. And then the morning show just is like some of the best writing that I've seen really recently. And um, I just have like this huge list of shows I'm trying to get through. And so I was glad I finally bit the bullet and spent some time on Apple TV because those are two really good shows to watch. I love it. I need to do that. Maybe after my current binges that I'm doing, I'll, I'll move over to there. What are you watching now? Um, I'm watching currently, I started search party this week. Oh, so good. Oh, see, I don't know any, like, I didn't know anybody. I'd never heard of this show. Yeah. And then I heard everybody talking about it these last like few weeks. 
So I just decided to start. I was like, how is there five seasons of a show that I've like never even heard of? So I watched the first three. And then because what happened was it was on whatever channel it was on. And then I think it got pushed to their app or whatever. And so then I forgot. I thought it got canceled. And then people were like, oh, it's the last season. And I'm like, oh, I'm behind apparently. (laughs) Okay. So that makes sense because it does. I can't remember which, but in the beginning, like, cause I'm in season one right now, it does say like, it's a TBS or a TNT yeah. production. It was TBS. So I would watch it when it was on TV. It's so funny. Yeah. And I really like it. It got moved to, where are you watching it now? Like Netflix. On Hulu? No, oh, Netflix. HBO. 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 Yeah. So I think I watched one season. It was right when HBO Max came out and I couldn't figure out how to like get it on my TV because there wasn't an app yet. And I was like, forget it. And then, so yeah, I need to watch four and five, I guess. Yeah. It's, um, I'm, uh, I'm a little over halfway through the first season, but I'm definitely okay. enjoying it. It's a funny kind of show. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was so funny. Are you, were you on Arrested Development? Never. No, I know. That should be, that could be a good one for you to do after Parks and Rec. I just finished Parks and Rec yesterday, so I'm going to be looking for something now. Oh, you did finish it. Yeah. Wasn't it so good? I told you. I think I like it more than The Office now. I think so too. And I didn't think, you know, when like you binge a show, especially if you've never seen it before and then you start something new, you're like, it'll never be as good as whatever I just watched. It was so good. And like that really, I'm like, I want a Ben and Leslie relationship, like way more than a Jim Pam, but like just in general, like they're so supportive of each other. And like they got, they were friends. It's just like, I I just loved it so much. It was so funny. I just love, yeah, I loved the character. I mean, and I go back and then I'm like, oh, well, there was so much of that in the office too that I loved, but it's like, you just love the different relate, like the Leslie, like Ron relationship. Yeah. Like there's just like, uh, it's such a good show. I think Parks and Rec is like the best. So I'm like, if somebody hasn't watched it, I'm like, you have to watch it. But, yeah, I, lo- um, I loved it. Uh, but so Arrested Development, I never watched when it was on. That was like a show Jeff made me start watching sometime during COVID. And I think it's like super funny. But um, one of the girls on there is the main girl on uh, Search Party. That's what made me think of it to ask. What you. is a lot? How do you pronounce her name? It's like Elia Shawkat. Yeah, I don't know how to either. I like her a lot. Yeah. She was on Arrested Development because I was like watching and I was like, why does this girl look familiar? But it's because Arrested Development is such an old show. Yeah, she like, was like little, right? Yeah, so she was like much younger. And I was just like, and Jeff like walks in and he's like, oh, it's maybe. And I was like, oh, it's from Arrested Development. That's, why <laughs> oh, that's I know so her. funny. But um, so that would be my next rec for you. I'll have to add it to my list. Okay. Steph, what's your flavor of the week? It's been a while since I've shared. I think it's been a while. Everybody's probably like, no, you shared one last week. That I've shared a music flavor of the week, but I'm obsessed with Walker Hayes. So I honestly didn't even realize that Walker Hayes had music prior to like the last year, but then I've started listening to him more recently and I'm like, oh yeah, he sings like that. Do, 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 do. You broke up with me. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm like, oh, you broke up with me. <laughs> a couple of like singles or whatever, like clearly not huge enough that like people like knew his name to his face prior not to like Applebee's. Yeah. Cause once, once fancy like came out fancy and like. he he's utilized TikTok for his mm-hmm. music so well, like him and his kids make up these dances and then everybody else does the dances. And so like on TikTok, he's had like you girl and fancy like and country stuff and like just all these like songs that I thought were already out I didn't even realize they weren't even out yet and then this past Friday his album dropped and I'm like oh the whole album's out now so he was just releasing like 
30 seconds of songs on TikTok to create dances to, to create buzz. And I'm like, he's a genius. He's, yeah. he's literally the only artist. And maybe I just am like so narrow in like country or something on TikTok, but the only artist I've seen that's used TikTok to promote an album the way he has, and he's done it geniusly. And I love it. It's all feel good music. Yes. Some of it all sounds the same, but it's all like, <laughs> all of it is like so much fun. And then I recently kept seeing a Facebook ad pop up that was like, Walker Hayes is playing in San Juan Capistrano. And it's not going to be some like huge concert. It's, it seems like it's going to be pretty small where it is. But I'm like, oh yeah, it's just at that? like a little equestrian center. They've, oh, been yeah. doing, they've been doing concerts at that place. I keep getting ads for that place too. And I'm so excited. So Jordan and I, like, I, I didn't even think he'd want to go. Like, I know he kind of likes country, but like, I didn't ask anybody to go. Like, I just kept seeing it and I was like, meh. And then I brought it up, like not even asking him, but I think like a song came on or something. And I'm like, oh, I love this song. And I'm like, he's actually going to be playing in San Juan Capistrano, which is not too far from Jordan's. And he's like, when? And so I told him when he's like, let's go. I'm like, okay. So like, that's, you know, unless we go to a concert between now and March 11th, um, that is going to be our first concert together. I'm so excited. He has that kind of music that you just know. It's like that kind of music that you just know every single word to every single song. And I'm like, those are my favorite concerts. Like when you just sing the entire like concert through. So the album's amazing. If you haven't listened yet and you just want some fun music to have on, listen to it. Um, check out his TikTok. It's also fun. I absolutely love him. Did you say the name of the album? It's called Country Stuff, the album. All right, Walker Hayes. Yes. Laura, what is your flavor of the week? So mine is somebody that's on Instagram. She is like, I discovered her like months ago and she's like my favorite. She's like my IG mom and she doesn't know it, but her um, account is called Brunch with Babs. Have you seen Brunch with Babs, Courtney? No, I'm like, do I need to look right now? <laughs> yes, I will set, I'll forward it to you after. Brunch with Babs is the best. She's like this woman, probably like in her 60s. She's like my mom's age. And she, all it's, her big thing is like, did your mom ever tell you? And then blah, blah, blah. But it's, she does all reels and it's cleaning and cooking hacks, recipes, like organization tips. It's just, she's like, and she's just so cute. I like, I'm just obsessed with her and her little reels are adorable. And she honestly has like the best ideas. Are you looking at it right now? Yeah, she's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) She has like 500,000 followers. Oh yeah. I followed her when she had like five or 10,000 and that was only like, she like grew fast. How can we get Babs to do a video that's like, did your mom ever tell you to listen to Wine Over <laughs> Come on, Babs, help us out. out. <laughs> but she's awesome. I like love following her. So yeah, her account is just Brunch with Babs and you'll just get like all the hot hacks and tips. and all the hot hacks. <laughs> hot hacks and tips or whatever. This is definitely oh a mid thirties podcast we're like you would get all the hot hacks and tips on organizing your kitchen one of her reels it just said like um mashed potato hack so I mean yeah it's definitely our demographic for sure I love it yeah so she's the best give her a follow um and yeah thanks for being with us again Courtney oh my gosh this is so fun we need to be wait so when are you guys coming to Chicago? We need to like sit down and plan. Honestly, I'm down trip. to plan that because I love Chicago. So your trip to, um, where did you get Penny? North or South Dakota? Um, I went to North Dakota, but I picked her up in South Dakota. 
So that trip didn't scar you from cold weather places, hopefully. I mean, I don't have to go to Chicago tomorrow. That's true. <laughs> we can wait until baseball season. That's uh, fun. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, that would be fun. Would you guys want to go to a Cubs game or a Sox game? I mean, I'd rather go to a Cubs game, but I'd go to a Sox game. I do either. Because you're a Sox fan, right? I am, but I feel like you guys would have more fun at a Cubs game and just like in Wrigleyville and stuff like that. We we really should do that. I will go for you guys. Oh. <laughs> Me and my mom, so me and my mom planned a last minute Chicago trip. It's already been probably close to five years now. Um, It was like, I got like a deal email saying like round trip flights to Chicago for $90. So I like, I like called my mom. I'm like, Hey, you want to do like a mother daughter trip to Chicago next month? And so we went um, and honestly we had every, of course, every single person we meet, it was like late October and they were like, you brought the California weather with you. Cause we literally had like a perfect time there. And, um, it was actually probably, I don't know. It was during playoff season and we were going to get tickets to go. Like we were going to spend some money, go see ticket. It was like the Cubs first season, like finally like making it into the playoffs. So it was maybe yeah. a little more than five years ago. And they ended up like getting swept in the first round. So we didn't get to go Uh, and we got there and they literally had already fenced off the whole stadium to do construction. So we, I was like being a big baseball fan. I was super pissed that I just had to like, look at Wrigley through like a chain link fence. No. And it looks so nice now. So yeah, you would, that would be fun. Yeah. So it was, and it was other than that, it's like Wrigleyville's kind of just like weird when there's like nobody it's, there yeah and it's like bro so I mean but you know we can go to the it, it would be really fun though so yeah we'll have uh, to oh we want to come we Chicago. will be coming yes that would be a blast so I've may- never been we, we oh yeah well, we need to talk about that we need to make that happen maybe we could do a meetup for when you guys are here yeah okay we'll talk about that in the meantime Courtney Plug yourself. Where do you want people to find you on all the places? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like, wait, where am I? On Facebook and Instagram, Coco Loses. Um, and that's pretty much it. So, you know. Okay. You're sitting here trying to like plug your TikTok all the time and you're not even going to tell the people to find and you on TikTok. And she has a great TikTok. Because I don't remember what my name is, you guys. I just changed it. Um, I think it's I think it's Coco's like C-O-C-O-S-T-O-K-S because I was trying to make it just like Coco talks like Coco loses or like I also when I'm dating have well actually even when I'm not see Coco date I do have an Instagram for online dating I post mostly memes now or horrific things that men say um, (laughs) online but um so I was trying to do that and get rid of the number and then like Someone had already had the name. So I, now I'm like, I think okay, guys, is. I'm on TikTok right now. It's Coco, C-O-C-O-S, Talks, T-O-K-S. Coco And you've been killing it with the TikToks lately. Well, I'm trying. It's funny because I'm always like, eh, if I, if I have a sound I really like, I'll save it. And then, or if I like have a funny idea, but um, when you guys had your guest on last week or two weeks ago, and she yeah. was saying, Nap Naples. I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, Naples. Yeah, Na- Natalie, right? Yes. And she was saying like you really should be posting like every day. I don't. I think maybe she even said multiple times a day. Three times like, a day. I'm too ugly for that. So like I will just do Stop. one or like the other day. I liked the outfit I was wearing. So like I did a couple and I'll just like post them like maybe one a day. We'll see. But I'm like in the same clothes in all of them. So I'm like this isn't fooling anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean to be fair, I just, if you just wear black all the time like I do, oh. then. 
nobody knows the difference. Side note, that was actually one of the most fun things um, when we were in Palm Springs and we did that TikTok in the pool. And so it was like my friends and then um, Laura and Steph and uh, Laura was like the creative director and like told everyone what to do, when to say it, how to <laughs> sync it up. Like that was really fun actually. And it ended up being really fun. It was, it was so good. I loved that one. <laughs> and I had been wanting to do that TikTok. It was that Kourtney Kardashian one. Um, just living life and everyone was drinking. I've been wanting to do it for a while. So it was perfect. And I thought you did a really good job on it. Yeah, it was so fun. It was hilarious. Um, oh, I want to go back to Palm Springs too. Me too. Uh, I know. But before I really... we make you come back, we'll plan to come out there. Cause I think that would be a really fun trip. It would be fun. And then we'll plan another California trip after that. Yay. But, so um, all right, thanks well, for having me guys. Thank you, Courtney. That was, this was so fun. Oh, thank you. And um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening to this episode. Just a reminder, come follow us on our Facebook group, search Club Wine Over Matter and place a request to join. Links to all of our socials and all of our flavor of the weeks can be found in the details of the episode. If you listen on Apple or have an iTunes account, please give us a five-star rate and review. We greatly appreciate it. Now you can also rate us on Spotify as well. So if you have a Spotify account, go do that. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, or you can follow us on Instagram at Wine Over Matter Pod. You can follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches and Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.